Are fears and anxiety hurting your life? This is Scott Wiley. Thank you for listening to the Practical Points for Life podcast. This week, the topic is beating fear through Christ. Now, that's a big issue. In fact, clinical anxiety is the number one mental health problem in America today. It seems like we live in anxious times. Billy Graham called it the age of anxiety. There are so many fears that people can have, it would be hard to list them all. They include the fear of loss, like losing a loved one or a job or something important to you, the fear of rejection, the fear of intimacy, the fear of failure, fear of illness, aging, death. Probably though, the most pervasive fear is just the overall fear of the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know how it's all gonna work out. And so we can get overwhelmed by fear of the unknown. Well, this week I wanna unpack a passage out of Philippians 4 that has really helped me with anxiety. Because God gave us these truths a long time ago in the Bible. And psychology, guess what, has since come into agreement with it. So I'm really excited about the prescription for beating fear in your life that Philippians 4 has to teach us. But before we dig into it, I think we need to consider the damage that our fears and anxiety are inflicting on our own lives and maybe the lives of those around us. When fear is in control, it causes a lot of problems. There are three natural responses to harmful threats, whether they're real or imagined. Those three fear responses are fight, flight, and freeze. God designed our brains in such a way that when we are faced with a real threat, like a tree about to fall on us or a truck coming toward us, our brains immediately shut down certain functions and amp up other functions, and we go into a state of readiness to fight or flee. That's the anxious state, and that's there to protect us. But these responses can also get out of balance so that we have a severe fear of response to everyday situations that can't really harm us, like meeting someone new, going to an interview, speaking in public, asking someone to a date. In fact, we may get so overwhelmed that our whole brain just sort of shuts down and we just freeze. Fear and anxiety that takes over control can cause us a lot of problems in life. The fear response of fight, for example, can cause us to act with hostility toward people. We argue and fight and attack others simply because somehow our fear has taken over. We've gotten afraid of something. Kind of reminds me of Frankenstein's monster when the townspeople came out with the torches and the pitchforks because they were afraid of the monster, though he hadn't really done anything to them. Unbridled fear can cause you to get into conflicts with loved ones and do real damage to relationships. Another fear response is flight. When we get anxious or afraid of something, we might try to avoid it as much as possible. Like trying something new or going on a trip or being in social situations or applying for a job or telling the truth or even just talking about anything that's not just on the surface like our vulnerabilities and hopes. These flight responses can bring isolation, loneliness, lost opportunities and a kind of stuckness in our problems because instead of dealing with them, we just run away from them. Somewhat similar to the flight response is the freeze response. When anxiety and fear have control, we can just shut down and not respond in any way at all. Freezing up has caused people to stay in abusive relationships because they were just too afraid to make a change. They are afraid that if they decide to do something different, things might actually get worse, so they freeze up. When fear has control, our lives are held back and hurt. 
Well, God didn't mean for us to live in constant fear, but to overcome fear through his power in our lives. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't be anxious about anything. Romans 8, 31 says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Then verse 37 says, no, in all these life-threatening things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And a verse that really captures this truth is Psalm 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So the truth is, you can be transformed from an anxious person to a calm, controlled, and confident person through a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's entirely possible. It's happened for many. You can be transformed from an anxious person to a calm, controlled, and confident person through Christ. Well, tomorrow, we'll start unpacking Philippians 4 to see how Paul gives us the key to overcoming fear and anxiety, starting, paradoxically, with a fearing God first. This Friday, October 4th, also, Julie Norwood and I will be on the air on Lifestyles of the Saved and Sane in the 8 o'clock morning hour on 97.9 The Breeze, where we'll be talking about fear and anxiety in a show we're calling Monsters, Inc., those things that make us afraid. You can listen to it live on the radio and online at 979thebreeze.com, and I'll be posting the show here on this podcast afterwards. I hope this has been helpful. If you're liking this content, would you please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast in your podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts. That'll help it keep it going. If you have questions about any kind of life and relationship issue, you can email me at scott at practicalcc.com. I'd be glad to respond to whatever is on your heart. Remember, this podcast is meant to be helpful general information. It is not a substitute for face-to-face counseling with a professional. I am a mental health counselor in private practice, so if I can be of any help to you, please don't hesitate to contact me. You can find all my information on my website, practicalcc.com. My practice is Practical Christian Counseling, so it's practical, uh, practicalcc.com. And until next time, let Christ be your guide and love wisely.